Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. There never seems to be enough of it, and I'm talking about time. Uh, Most of us as parents struggle with whether we're spending enough time with our children, and there are so many things that can get in the way of that. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, head of our parenting department. And Danny, at the end of the day, time, it seems, is what kids really want from us as parents, even if they can't articulate that or express it. I would agree. Time is, is something that is a commodity we definitely need to control, right? We have to intentionally step into that. And what's interesting here, though, John, is that with time... Uh, your brain also has to be in that moment with your child. That's what they want. They mm. want your time, but your attention with the time. Yeah. You could be spending time with them, but your brain is spending time somewhere else. Oh, this is a real hard right? one these days, yeah, right? Because right. in, yeah. in quiet moments, you look around, everybody's at their phone. They're all spending time together. Or but, anticipating, yeah. right? What, what's Okay, I need to go to here, I need to go to there. Yeah. And they're having a hard time focusing on the child, and the child will pick up on that. Yeah. And they do want time. They want undivided focus time. And that is so hard for us as parents. So it's a good goal. It's not impossible. It is difficult. And sometimes we have to uh, just really lean into that and pause our mind and try to picture what our child is saying and have that interaction. Your child will feel very important to you. And it is absolutely right. That's what they want. They Mm, want our time. That's good. Well, author and speaker Josh McDowell talked a bit about this, um, explaining some of the creative solutions he came up with to spend more time with his kids. Uh, He was a really busy executive, traveled a lot, and was uh, super popular. And yet, it was a struggle for him to spend enough time with his kids. So let's go ahead and listen in as he spoke with Jim Daly and me, and I'll start this clip off with a question. One of the things you talked about in this book was making time for our kids, and you are a busy guy and always have been. How did you make time traveling and speaking and doing so much for your kids? What did that look like? I am busy. <laughs> I've given 34,000 talks, made over 20,000 airplane flights. I've traveled for 50 years, 300 days a year. I run a major operation. At one time, it was one of the largest humanitarian efforts in the world, everything. And I say to anyone, if I have time, then don't come to me. You don't have time. But it wasn't easy for me. I'm so glad I learned the principle of looking to others, watching others. Others who can model things for me. Mm-hmm. And in getting the time, the best asset for me was being married to Dottie. Guys, I never knew a woman could love a man as much as my wife loves me. I have never, ever seen it in a Hollywood movie. My wife has changed my life. Mm. And I'm not saying this in a flippant way. My wife has changed my life more than Jesus has. Now, I know it's Jesus through my wife. But if I'd married a high, high maintenance woman or a woman who didn't have a good, healthy self image and a good model in parents, I'd be in trouble. I brought so much baggage mm. into marriage and family. I mean, I just, I, every day I think, but God, how did you do it? Mm. I mean, I, yesterday I heard Dr. J. Stringer and you know, he was talking about why people statistically watch pornography and everything. And I said, my gosh, I ought to be a 10 times over porn addict. And, um, and I watched others. And then my wife, 
And how did because she... I know she loved me so much, when she would confront me with something, I would listen to her mm. most of the time. <laughs> i got to be honest, yeah. most of the time. But my wife, I gave her the freedom to confront me. I said, honey, if you see anything in my life as a husband or as a father that you do not look at as being a healthy thing, I give you the freedom to confront me. Now, every time she did it, I have to admit, I reacted. And it's just, it hurts me that I do react. But Dottie would say, honey, you're not spending time with our children. The first time she said that, it was a shock to me. And I argued with her not, but she was true. And then my wife not only was willing to confront me with these things, she was willing to help me. And I thank God... He gave me a little bit of humility there to say, well, honey, what do I do? I, isn't this stupid? Mm. I did not know how to spend more time with my kids. Mm. And so my wife would say, well, do this to your children. By the time my children graduated from high school, they'd probably been in 35 countries. Yeah, that's... Uh... I took my kids with me. When I took them with me, I made sure my schedule was lighter. Right, so you could spend so time. So I could do things with them. That's brilliant. And yeah. that's something a lot of us traveling dads should yeah. do. And, and almost every day home... I, t- I went to school and took my kids out of school one at a time and had lunch with them <laughs> almost every day home. And almost, I can't remember a day ever being home. I didn't pick up one of my kids at school. And Dottie didn't say you're going to ruin their SAT scores if you do that too much? Oh, no. My, <laughs> three of my kids were valedictorian, so okay. I don't think yeah. we'd pull them out weeks and weeks a year. So it worked. That's a really good creative idea to spend some time just, uh, you know, during the lunch break. It doesn't have to be a ton of time, but... Over time, those little moments add up, and they're meaningful. Don't miss the opportunities. I remember, Danny, uh, some years ago, I wrote a book about being a dad, and I'm, you know, I'm just in it. It's a, it's a labor for me to write this book because we had six kids at the time. I'm trying to write this, and <laughs> one Saturday, I'm downstairs, I'm at the computer, and I'm typing away, and I get this poke in my back, and it's my then six-year-old son with a stick, and he's like sword fight. And I had a real big decision right there. Do I press on and be the accomplished author that I think I'm going to be in my head and influence all these guys about being good dads? Or am I going to take a break for a moment and be a good dad to my Mm -hmm. son? That's the bid for connection you talk about all the time. These children need us. We have to carve out the moments they offer to us. Yes, recognize those moments. What a, what a special moment. You still remember that. I do. And uh, I know my, my daughter has... Some and and son, uh, when I've come home, they've go okay, tickle fight, tickle fight, or let's do it. And, and I'm just I, I wasn't ready for that, <laughs> and I'm going okay, okay, wait, hold on, let's okay, I, I get it, let's five minutes, all right, <laughs> and and I have to regroup to catch up to where they're at, and that's okay to do as a parent. Recognize, hey, I, I know you want to connect. Uh, they need to learn how to give space as well mm-hmm. to learn that social skill, but then you come back to it, and maybe you put a timer on, say okay, hey, fifteen minutes. We'll connect. We'll do this this uh, this time together. Uh, let me connect with with mom or with dad and uh, and have that connection. Figure out what help she needs uh, first. And so we we have to be okay with moments of of no with our child, but a lot of moments of yes. Yeah. In balancing that mm-hmm. out, it's that warmth, but with limits that we have to have for our children. And those those bids uh, become fewer and far between as the kids get older. And so that time that we spend early on is truly an investment for those times to go well 
down yeah. the road. That little six-year-old that poked me in the back to have a sword fight doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he doesn't really want to give me He'd the time of day right now. And that harkens back to a previous episode where he's on that path toward independence. And that's all good. But uh, grab the moments when they're there. Yeah. That's, that's a really key lesson. And Josh McDowell has a lot of other great practical tips, uh, like he shared today, in his book, Ten Commitments for Dads. You're going to find that helpful, and we'll send a copy to you as our thank you gift for joining the support team here at Focus on the Family. And John, uh, we at Focus on the Family Parenting, we've designed some great articles and content for dads to, uh, to, to read and dig into and videos, and that, that can be found at focusonthefamily.com slash dads. And it's obviously specifically for dads, so you don't have to go through any of the mom stuff, guys. You can just go right to the heart of the matter. Well, stop by our uh, website. We've got the links in the episode notes, and uh, make sure that you donate when you do. Next time, we'll hear more from Josh about the four C's for making good choices. For now, on behalf of Danny and the entire parenting team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm.